What's up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever live streaming Modern Lending Podcast episode. You know, we've all had to pivot. Times are crazy. And, and man, going live on our podcast now is something we have to do because I can't bring anybody into this cool studio anymore because, God forbid, they cough on me. So I think it's so fitting right now that the first guest that we ever bring on on the live Modern Lending Podcast is the one and only Josh Pitts. Now, before we bring him on, I got to say a couple things about this guy. If you don't know who Josh Pitts is and Shred Media, you're not paying attention on the internets. This guy has been a massive inspiration for so many people, including me, to just start filming. I got a small story. I was watching this guy go live every day. And I'm like, who is this guy? Why is he going live every day? And, and I'm watching his brand build. I'm watching his place of influence in the industry build. And I'm like, man. I got, I got a little jealous. I'm like, dude, this guy's killing it out there. And I had this aha moment of like, wait, I can do it too. I could do this too. And, and Josh, I owe this all to you. So as we bring him on here and, and let's, let's roll the reel and let's get Josh Pitts in the studio. We're here. We did it. What up? Video. <laughs> man, look, first of all, Josh, I, I wish you were here. Like, I wish, like, I could give oh, you dude. a fist bump and we could just do this, like, together. Um, but thank you, man. Thank you for coming on the first live episode of the Modern Lending Podcast. And, and I want to give you a chance to kind of talk a lot of, about a lot of things today, man. A lot of things. But the first is, um, I just want to say thanks, dude. Like, seriously, thank you for having the, the boldness and the foresight to to put yourself out in a position of vulnerability and to pull a whole industry kind of behind you. I've just watched this happen and I've been so impressed. And so I just kind of want to, I want to start with like, with what's your background in the industry? You know, I know you do loans. I know you've, you know, you're, but why did you get in front of the camera? Like what, what pulled you into this new world? First and foremost, dude, I'm humbled and honored to be hanging out with you, Alec. Well, on the first live, dude, I've been watching what you're doing. And just before we got on, I was telling you, I'm so proud of you for your 100 video challenge that you did. I mean, look from where you started to where you are now. It's absolutely brilliant. So dude. kudos to you. Kudos to Home Depot, everything that you're doing. I got my LD hat on today. I got the purple. I didn't even mean to match this purple going on. Like, I, this is awesome. This is freaking money. So, but, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm really excited to be doing this because, you know, this is something I absolutely love doing. I have a passion for it. I love putting out great content. So I got my start in the industry. Everybody knows I'm, I'm an originator at heart. I've been in this industry for 10 years. Absolutely love it. Um, I'll, I'll always stay in the mortgage industry. We're definitely making some pivot right uh, or some pivoting right now as Shred continues to grow, as our team continues to grow, as we're seeing new opportunity. But yeah, so I started as, as actually a junior LO in the industry, worked my way up was an originator for years and years, owned my own mortgage brokerage. And uh, then a few years ago, I just started, you know, I was traveling, going to these different conferences and I'm, and I'm just like, I want to do something different. I want to start putting out content. And it's funny that we said that you and I were talking about this earlier, but I've watched a lot of other industries. I've watched the gaming industry. I've watched other, yes. other sales and marketing, just different industries. And I started seeing a lot of people put out content. Gary Vaynerchuk was one of the first guys that I'm like, guy, this guy's putting out a ton of content. I'm like, I wonder if I can do the same thing. 
you know, there was there was people in the mortgage industry. You got guys like Ryan Hills who was put, who were putting out content with the with the RE source. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People that were putting it out there, but nobody was doing it on a regular basis. So I said, well, what if you could put out a daily show? Like, what if you actually put out a show and had a new guest on every single day? Little did I know, Alec, how much work that would be. Like to get a new guest every single day and put out good content blew my mind. So difficult. I learned so much yeah. from it. But uh, it was a ton of fun. And so we started with a daily LO life, just talking with originators, talking with great hold people on, in the on, industry. On. Yeah. You, you say that like you just like, we started with the daily LO, but like this was like, a, okay, break down like your kit. Because look, I know people that are checking us out on LinkedIn and Facebook and YouTube right now are seeing kind of overlays and nice mics and headphones and graphics and music. But like you were like in the dirt, like, with like a new phone, like like what was your kit when you like started doing this, dude? My kit was this. It was literally, and it wasn't even in the iPhone. 11. It was like it was literally the old iPhone. Like I was an iPhone seven, I believe. Like yeah. I just started with an iPhone, and it was it was the. Can, do we swear on this show? Is this PG? You, you gonna, it was a shit show, man. Like it was so bad. Like it's funny because I go back and watch some of the videos, even some of the guests, like trying to get guests on Facebook. I was one of the first guys. I remember one of our first videos when we were able to figure out how to do like a dual guest on an iPhone where yeah. you could barely see them in the corner, but, yeah. and it like, they were having issues and I was having issues and I couldn't hear them and it was terrible quality. But it didn't matter. People just started showing up watching it. And I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to keep doing it. And literally my first about 100 episodes were all done from my iPhone. Like I just, I didn't have a mic. I didn't have a good camera. It was just done from the iPhone because that's what I had. And I was just like, I didn't know any better. And I'm just like, I don't even know if people are going to watch this. So I'm going to start putting out content. And I did. Like, And then, of course, we added a few things. Now we've got mics. We've got cameras. We've got different things. But it all started with just like, hey, I want to put out great content and I'm yep. literally just going to start. So, but that's, that's what I started with. That's one of the themes, dude, that I hope everybody hears on this, you know, and, and for people that are unfamiliar with shred media, I want you to break down kind of what that is and what the places in the industry and how you saw that when you were just going the LO life back in the day. But like, you just got to start, you just got to start, like turn the camera on and start, um, man, that there's nothing truer than that. Cause now, you know, fast forward, you know, look at shred media today. So you you know you're trademarked, which is epic. And and what what did what did you see for Shred Media in, in the industry? As you as you kind of you know what did you did you have the vision for what it would be in the beginning? Did it grow as you're like wow this is taking on a life of its own? You know give everybody the the story there. Yeah, so I started Shred Media just over a year ago in beginning of 2019, um, and I was kind of looking to pivot from the daily LO life. Like we had we were yeah. doing great things, but we really didn't have our place. And we had to be frank, to be honest, like we weren't monetizing. I was still just originating to this day. I still, people ask all the time, like, wait a minute, do you still originate? No, I do not originate. I still have my license. I have an active license. I still get a ton of referrals from this. People ask all the time, do you still get referrals? All the time. It's amazing. Yeah. Like just putting yeah. out content, like how many referrals I get. And we pass those along to our great team. And they're the ones in the trenches who are doing it. But about a year ago, as I was doing the daily LO life, I was kind of looking for a way to continue to put out more content. I really, this is what I enjoy. I love putting out content. I love streaming. So yeah. I started, I'm like, I started looking around and I'm like, well, I wonder if we did like some type of media agency or some type of media company, but yeah. I didn't know like what, like, I didn't know if you could even make money doing it. I didn't know if like, if we could make money as an organization, like I just knew I had to take care of my family. And so what we did is I, I, 
we're sitting around playing with names and shred being a snowboarder coming from utah you yeah, know hold on shred was always like hey what's this guy in utah using my surfing term like my cali term bro <laughs> he totally took it and and then i got it with the snowboard i got it later but at the beginning i was like hey bro you know you're taking cali's term here you know careful yeah. but now you know okay respect dude it's funny i so we love surfing here in utah like we have our boat and then we we love to shred and we had kind of played with a name. Um, yeah. And I have a terrible, terrible habit of buying URLs and domains. I have hundreds of <laughs> URLs and domains. You're like, like really bad. No one knows. How many, so do you how many, how many URLs? Uh, legit, probably. I uh, Just over 200, I believe, is what we have now. So, <laughs> for sure, I have like, a problem. Oh, it's so bad. Like, it's just like, I'll, I'll think of a name and I'm like, I want that. I'm gonna go buy it. And like my <laughs> wife, we're literally looking at like our, our GoDaddy and some of our accounts. And she's like, what in the world? Like, Why? are you ever going to use this domain? And I'm like, maybe like I'm one of, I'm like a hoarder when it comes to URLs. I'm, it's really bad. But anyway, so shred, um, I was kind of playing with names and I'm like, shred, show up, hustle, repeat every day. And it's literally funny that we're saying this because we were having this argument last night, not argument, but we were laughing because one of our friends was like, where did you come up with shred? And when I'm like, oh, well, we're just sitting around. Like, and I came up with it. My wife's like, wait a minute. I was part of this. Like, give me some credit. Like my wife's like, Hey, I was there. Like I was throwing this. I'm like, okay. So I got to give my wife some credit too. Cause she helped uh, with show up, hustle, repeat every day. And next thing I know, like shred media was born and we just started putting out content. And literally the next thing I know, we have people reaching out to us just because we're out there. Like we're just yeah. putting out content. Companies are reaching out to us saying, Hey, can you help us with this? Can you help us with marketing? Can you help us with you're, this? You're, and this, a modern, and this? you're a modern marketing agency almost because you're in so, the space where everyone is and yeah. leading the way. Yeah. So we have companies reaching out to us saying, Hey, can you do marketing? Can you do PR? And I didn't want to go down that road. So I had literally just read the book. Is it behind me? Um, I don't know where it is. Uh, play, play bigger. Have you ever read the book? Play bigger? Oh no, I heard of it. I haven't read it yet. Now it's on my list. Awesome book. Absolutely. Read guy. If you're listening to this, I read the book, play bigger. And basically you, it talks about becoming a category King and, or creating a category. And I'm, I'm like, again, I didn't want to be a PR firm. I didn't want to be a marketing agency. Like I'd seen those and like the marketing agencies, no offense, but a lot of marketing agencies within the mortgage industry were just like, they didn't get it. Like they totally, like they were trying to come in and they just didn't, they didn't see I, what I, I did. Totally agree. And so, and so I'm just like, I want to do something different. So I came up, I coined the phrase attention impact agency. And I'm like, people need attention. Like that's that's what they want. They're craving attention, but that yeah. attention has to have impact with the audience. So we became an attention impact agency. And when I put that out there, it literally like the phone just started ringing. Like, hey, we heard you're an attention impact agency. We're not even sure what you do, but can you help us? And I'm like, sure, well, we can figure it out. So like, <laughs> next thing I know, like next thing I know, we have companies reaching out to us. So like some of the like some of our great some of our partners are I mean UWM yeah. Caliber, Home Point Finance, like big companies started reaching out to us saying, hey, we need your help. Can you help us? And I I was honored. I was humbled. And then we started putting together strategies and plans and then started working with them putting out great content for them and and that's that's what we do that's what as an attention impact agency um we were helping companies do and now i'm excited like you and i were talking about talking about pivoting is we've had so many people across the industry mortgage originators los saying with well, josh you know you work with these big companies can you work with us individuals so yeah. we're actually we've talked about it a little bit but we're releasing the shred squad and it's yeah. designed for in i'm still an, i'm still an originator at heart alec like i always will be i love helping the people who are in the trenches we have a lot of people asking like can you help me put out good content? Like, can you help? Can you guide me through that? What does that look like? Just like you and I are talking about right now, where do you yep. start? How do you build? When do you start building? And, and just the, the, really the strategy and the tactics, I'm all about trying something. And if it doesn't work, 
tweaking it a little bit and just yeah. keep putting out content so the squad the shred squad is we're we're getting ready to release it on a completely different platform than this industry has ever seen like it's totally like just there's nothing that has ever been done in the industry like this so we're excited but so when it comes to putting out content, down yeah. what it's going to be yeah. so you know is this is this something for los that they can independently kind of you know sign into register you know be a part of yep and 100 when they when they get into the squad what what happens what's their experience or what what are you providing so when you get into the squad i like that squad mentality it's hey when you join a squad and going back to military a squad is your family it's the people yeah. that you can expect and rely on they've got your back they're going to be protecting you there there's none of this if you're part of the squad there's no backbiting there's no fighting like you call each other out when you need to call each other out and you're yeah. going to go on a mission your squad is the people you're about to run into the the line of fire with yes. so you know that they are there for you no matter what especially when shit gets real when shit gets tough they're the ones behind you saying, Alec, you got this dude. Like, hey, let's work through this together. Let's have a conversation. Yes. So that's what the Shred Squad is all about. Plus, we we teach you how to do it. We teach you how to put out great content, how to create, where to start. What does your niche look like? How do you start to put out content around that niche? What what equipment are you starting with? Like, yeah. StreamYard is a great, you, me and you both use StreamYard, we use yeah. OBS, but most people don't start there. Most people just start with their phone. But yeah, I mean, with the, technology... The yeah, yeah. With and a lot of people, I've been getting so many questions, Alec. And you've probably seen this. Uh, Facebook just went through a huge update yes. on their their Facebook Live. Yes. So I, my my inbox has been flooded. Like, hey, Josh, I can't do live anymore. And and it, if you didn't know, you actually have to be approved for doing guests on Facebook Live, depending on your page. So there's a lot of questions out there, and that's what we want. We want to guide people through that process. We want to help you as an individual get that attention and have impact with your audience. So we created a squad around it. We created a community specifically designed on helping you grow your brand, get more attention, make sure that attention is has impact with your audience. So See, it's so going to be a ton of fun, man. Super excited. First of all, congratulations on pivoting, and and Thanks, I and I'd love to break this down into you know for our salespeople out there because we're all having to pivot i mean i'm doing this this my podcast live now as opposed to in the studio you know fist bumping you know you're you're pivoting to a, a squad that can directly help originators and we've got originators who are working from home sheltering in place you know amazon is sold out of you know the the logitech cameras <laughs> you can't get it's them crazy. and it's wild you know and people are like I'm, i ordered my camera but i don't know and i'm going i'm going on and you know everyone's kind of learning the new normal and I think we're fundamentally as an industry changed because of this and, and not just our industry. I think our country is, but man, I mean, talk about a sales guy or gal who is used to going out and going to networking events, hosting, you know, lunch and learns, hosting first time homebuyer seminars, meeting with realtors, you know, going out and open houses. And now it's like, what, what do I do? And everyone's stuck staring at social media and staring at their phones and hiding from their kids in the bathroom. Through them. I know you. I know maybe not you, but there's some people who are hiding in the restroom with their phones, <laughs> locking the door. And so, you know, what what encouragement and what what kind of advice would you give Josh for the RLOs out there who are stuck at home? What would you tell them to do? The biggest thing I would tell them, because you and I were talking about this, Alec, is you have to decide if you actually want to put out content. And I'm all about, you have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Like you have to like, you even doing this, you and I, we've done plenty of these, but it's not something that will, I, I don't look at myself on camera and I'm like, oh man, I look good. Like, this is awesome. I totally come like, it's still uncomfortable. Every time I go on a live or I get invited to do something like that, there's still that sense of un like a little bit of uncomfort and you have to be willing to push yourself outside those limits a little bit. But 
At the same time, if you do a couple of videos and it is absolutely like you don't enjoy hey, Josh, it, you absolutely Josh, do- check your yeah. uh, check your audio cord. I think it, it's I'm getting a little bit of feedback on you. I'm double checking that. I think it's oh. on your side. Hold up. Hold up. You sound like you're uh, you're uh, mixing and robotic. It's, it's epic. Hmm. <laughs> hey, if you're listening right now, let me know. Are you guys hearing the same audio feedback I am? Uh, this is why this is the benefit of live. Because I'm like texting my my guy who's helping me put this show on right now. And I'm like, is it our audio, his audio? So drop a quick comment in if it's uh, if it's you're seeing it too or if it's just on my side. And then we keep rolling. So I just got it back from because I have my team on it. They say it sounds good. Let's see. Good, let's rock and roll, dude. I got the same yep. feedback. So okay. we'll just rock. Okay, cool. All right. All right so making sure I, I say good. my team just texts me. She's like, no feedback. You're good. And I'm like, okay, sweet. As long as as long as we sound good. Sometimes you it's funny because as a host, this is a perfect example, Alec. And I'm glad this even happened because sometimes as a host, like sometimes you have really bad audio and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm freaking out. Like we're live. People are gonna be judging me. We're still doing this, ladies and gentlemen. This isn't going to stop us. Like, we're going to figure it out. We got to adjust on the fly. Like, this, this, some people, this would totally kill them and like they'd lose track of their, like, now I can hear what you're talking about, though. Funny enough, I can hear that feedback that you're talking about. So that, that's really? really interesting that I can hear it now. But again, this is a great, ladies and gentlemen, Alec and I have done how many of these? Like, we have tech issues. It still happens. You just work through it. Like, most of you probably can't even hear this feedback that Alec and I can totally okay. Don't worry about it. Just work through it. So I, I would tell everybody going back to kind of what I was saying is if, if you put out a few videos and it's totally not for you, that's okay. I had this guy send me this message the other day saying, Josh, I, you know, you've inspired me. I tried putting out videos, but it's just not for me. Like, can you give me yeah. any inspiration? And I, and I asked him, I'm like, well, how many videos have you put out? And he said, well, I put out four videos. First and foremost, four videos, like you got to put out more than that. You've got to like, you've got to. And I think, and I even told him, I said, well, is it more that you don't like doing it or is it hard for you because you're putting out videos and you're seeing that, you know, maybe not a ton of people are watching. And he said, that's it, Josh. Like, like I just, I, I want more people to watch what I'm doing. And I said, dude, it takes. Let me add to that, dude. Cause you're, you're so right. So look, I'll, I'll be like super transparent mode right now. Like right now on LinkedIn, there's around uh, 10 people watching on on YouTube and Facebook. There's 22 eyes on the screen right now. And and somebody might say, well, that like, you know, you're talking like 35 people right now that you're talking to. And that's not that's not a huge reach. And I'm like, you guys understand, like when this content continues to roll through, you know, the world, um, I, I, I routinely get thousands and thousands of views on this stuff over time. And it's not about this moment, this moment that you and I are having this conversation. This conversation will exist in perpetuity for people to continue to engage with. You know, we're going to re-release the audio of this on the podcast later. So somebody who's not watching live can, can and then subscribe to the podcast will get it. Like people don't understand. Like I coached the LOs yesterday. I'm like, film the video live as if it's just a pre-recorded video, as if it's a video you're going to post later and, and watch what happens. So you are 100% right, dude. That is such the perspective I think everyone needs to have. And look, we just jumped up to like 40 views. So like this is, it's you got to have the long-term perspective, man. You're nailing it. Well, and that's just the thing, Alec, is like everybody watching this right now. And it's funny because some people will watch some people in our industry. There's there's people putting out content. Like you look at guys like Barry Habib or Dave Savage or like Anthony Costa. And people are like, holy cow. Like they have hundreds of people watching them live. Congratulations. Like they, they've, 
you know what? They've done a great job. Like, but you can't compare yourself to them. Like they started somewhere and they built up. They've get, they have a very loyal following. And that's what it's, that's what you have to do is you have to start somewhere and build that loyal following. I'm the same way as you, Alex. Sometimes I'll jump on and sometimes, sometimes I'll have 10 people watching me live across all my channels. And I'm totally okay with that. Sometimes I'll jump on and I'll have a couple hundred watching me live across the channels. So you cannot judge, you cannot judge what you're doing just by that, especially when you're getting started. Like yep. I put out content because I love putting out content. I don't care if 10 people watch it. I don't care if a thousand people watch it. I love putting out content. I'm putting yep. out valuable content to try to, because even if only 10 people watch it, but two of those people you inspired or as an originator, if two of those people who watch are like, oh my gosh, I connect with Alec. This guy is brilliant. I'm going to follow his content religiously. There you go. And next time they come around to buy a home or refinancing, those two more clients that you didn't have before. Like you have to, we have to stop overanalyzing our numbers, especially all you who are just getting started. You can't compare yourself to other people. You can't compare yourself yourself to myself or even Alec because we've been doing this. Alex put out hundreds of videos. I've put out hundreds of video, hundreds of videos. And so you've got to like, you've got to give yourself time to grow. Most people, like there's a huge opportunity right now to be doing this stuff. And I tell people now is a better time than ever. And if you have the mentality of like, well, there are, there are so many people doing it right now. Oh my gosh, Josh, I see yes. uh, originators in this group, like putting out content. Like there's no, there's no more room. Shut the hell up and do it. Like, please stop saying that. Like stop making excuses. Look at, if you look at the world of gaming, ladies and gentlemen, there are tens of thousands of gamers putting out content. And there are still people jumping into putting out new content. Like you yeah, just well, got to start putting out content. We, we got to talk about that. We got to talk about that as an analogy, you know, into, into our world. So everyone that doesn't know what Twitch is, you know, hasn't been paying attention. There, there are people live streaming their own like gameplay video games. I mean, some people don't know this, so I'm just going to, you know, they're on, they're on social media, they're on Twitch, they're reposting to YouTube, et cetera. And they're just screen casting and live streaming themselves <laughs> playing a video game. Josh, do you know what the industry, how much that industry is worth right now? Oh, I, billions, man. Billions. Billions of dollars of kids and some adults playing video games. And, and we're sitting over here afraid to, to put a message out to our community and our homeowners and our potential home buyers about how to navigate this crazy time. We're sitting back in fear. You nailed it, dude. Fear is what's crippling the best of the best to get out in front of the camera fear of candidly bullshit fear of their own insecurities how they look i mean i mean gary v so i love i love gary v he's he's been a major you know inspiration to a lot of people and you know he's like do all this stuff and then he's not no one's doing it and he's like oh, you're afraid i get it and and now he's kind of trying to unpack that as a message and i think that's holding so many great people back because they have such amazing stories to tell and they're afraid and so how, how did you deal with that how did you conquer fear in that regard dude continuing showing up hustling and repeating every day i got shred like i literally just had and i trust me because a lot of people ask well josh you're super confident you're enthusiastic like i i battle my demons every single day too like all the rest of you like i overanalyze my numbers sometimes i overanalyze a video i'll put out a piece of content that I think is going to get thousands of views and it will only get 20 views. And like I mentally, like I trust me, ladies and gentlemen, I know what you're going through. And that's why I wanted to build a squad because building, building a brand, putting out content is hard. 
it's frustrating. Yeah. It can be yeah. depressing at times. So you have to have that squad mentality of like, Hey, Alex having a bad day. I'm going to jump in the squad. Cause I know somebody's there they can pick me up. They can say, Hey, you know, it's all right. Like can you get through this. So, I mean, you have to have that mentality. Like you really do. And again, for all those who are listening, I apologize now because I can't hear the audio. And I have had a few people text me like, Hey, we are having audio issues. So I apologize. I, I'm not sure. I just tried to reset my mic on this side, but we're going to push through it again. We push through it. We, we adapt, we overcome, we improvise, but, uh, so, so <laughs> let me, let me, let me, let me share this on top of Josh's thing. Um, yeah, I want to get to Omar's question in a second. So let's pull that off. Cause it's a great question, um, into tactics. Um, I think sometimes too, and, and Omar, this is not necessarily reflected at you, but I think sometimes people get afraid. Like if I don't have the nice mic, if I don't have the right camera or the right lighting, you know, and they, and they use that as an excuse not to, not to contribute and post content. So that's probably not you, Omar, but for those that is like, you got to get away from that. Josh did all this stuff on an iPhone. You know, it, don't worry about that. But, you know, I do want to unpack the fact that you're going to have roadblocks. You're going to have things that come up that stop you. Um, you're not going to have time. You're going to have, I mean, these excuses are rampant. I mean, even right now, right? Like my wife, God bless her. She's homeschooling like a six and an eight year old. Like she didn't sign up to be a homeschooler. You know, we can't go in the office. We can't go anywhere. You know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm locked in my garage. You know, it's, it's, it's a new world. And there's lots of excuses on why or what could hold you back. And the more you lean into that, just recognizing you're going to have to overcome it. And here's the thing I want to say, Josh, this is why I think, I think I connected with you on like a spiritual level early on, because the, the, the fact that show up has been kind of a theme for, you know, it's, it's obviously part of shred, you know, I, in, in 2000 and something, you know, it, 10, 12, I can't even remember, you know, I ran a campaign for my salespeople called be there. And it was just literally, you got points to like, go to open houses, go to like, just got, we did points just to show up, like literally just to be there. And then when I launched the, our modeling playbook, like I, my whole campaign was show up and evolve, like just show up, like just be where the people are. And that's where I think that the, that's where all the growth is. That's where the opportunity is. It's just you being present and being willing to step forward. And I, and that's, I think I've just connected with you on that because you've, that's been a part of your theme and that's been part of my theme. And I've been like, dude, we, we have a, we have a, a shared bond in that. Just, just get out and, and get where the people are. So, Hey, Omar, dude. let's question up there. Cause it's a really good one. And we got a few minutes and we that, should talk about it because so real quick, going back to going back to show up. I want to talk to yeah, okay. ladies and gentlemen, if, if you show up, you're ahead of 95% in the industry. Truly yes. just showing up. I know it's the truth. It's the truth. All right. Throw that question back up there. Cause that's a good question. Actually, no, no, I got a story now. I got a story now. Hold on. Oh, okay. Go. <laughs> so uh, I'm 23 years old. And, um, I was told by my mentor at the time to just go out and meet agents at open houses and at broker previews, like just go out, like just meet them, say hi, shake their hands, you know, you know, drop your business card off, just go out and say hi. And I was like, okay, whatever you say. And this is 2003 when everyone was like refinancing the world. And, and I'm just like, I was told to go hang out with realtors. So I went out and I remember this, this realtor who's still, who's still kicking serious ass, um, in orange County, this guy named Don Abrams runs his own brokerage. I, I owe so much to this man. Um, you know, he's a major agent, does tons of business. And on Thursday, he had a broker preview open house. So I walk in, you know, in my suit and he's on like the Babel Island. And he's like, dude, you can't wear a suit here. Like, this is like, what are you doing? And I'm like 23, like scared to death. And I'm like, Don, I just want to introduce myself. I'm Alec. He's like, great. Um, I leave next day. He has another listing Friday. So I go to that one, you know, Hey, Don, Alec. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Saturday, another listing. I show up Sunday. So four days in a row. He's in an open house. And, you know, I try to be sensitive on open house days because there's people and customers. But I walk in and I'm like, Don. And he looks me dead in the face and he's like, like Alec, are you going to come to every single one of my open houses? 
and I'm, I'm terrified. Like I have massive call reluctance, fear of rejection. Like all my insecurities are like right here. And he's like, are you going to come to every single one? And I'm like, Oh God, this is it. This is the moment. And I go, I, I like squeak out like, yeah, yeah. Like, is that, is that okay? And he, he, he actually, he laughed. He gave me grace and he said, it took my last loan officer two years to earn my business. Keep showing up. Took me six months. Six months. Six months of showing up every day. On a weekend, one day he calls me and he goes, "Hey, I'm sitting with the Johnsons. I can't remember who. You know, they want to they want to buy one of my listings. Can you do a prequel right now on a Saturday?" And I was like, "I've been waiting for this moment, Don. Like, tap tap. I'm in. Let's rock." And like, dude, showing up. It's the game. That's the game. Okay, you want to talk? You want to talk hardware for a sec for Omar? Yeah, we we totally jump on that question. That's a good question. All right. So he asks on the tech front, could you give us some good recommendations on hardware, mics, cams? We know the limited supply. Uh, any other places to look besides Amazon and eBay? So I got some answers for this. Josh, why don't you share your your perspective? Yeah, when it comes to, if you're just getting Omar, going back to what I was talking about earlier, if you really are like, hey, I want to put out good content, we'll put out quality content, then... It, Again, I want everybody to know you don't have to spend money. You can start. I started with my iPhone. I to, to this day I actually still use my iPhone for some of my videos because it's great. It's great quality. But if you're gonna get a camera, like it is really hard to find a camera on, especially a decently priced camera on like Amazon, like Logitech. Some dude, I don't know if you heard this out, but some dude out of China bought all the Logitech cameras. Like he saw this trend. That's where they're all at. No. Like this dude, no. legit. Yeah, legit. Like we did a bunch of research and this guy out of China bought a ton of them and now he's basically like selling them for twice as much. Like you can find them out there and this up. guy's one of them. I'll, I'll post the guy's name because I've been trying to get people not to buy from this guy because it's so messed up that he did it. Anyway, side story. Um, so uh, starting with a Logitech camera, there's a couple other great little cameras out there. Like my camera right now, I'm running a Canon EOS 90D. Like it is, it's a 4K camera. It's way above what you will ever need, but we do a lot of content. So we, that's what we use. And our setup is not easy. Like I have an HDMI cable running into an Elgato capture card. So it gets complicated, but simply go buy a webcam. Most laptops have a great webcam. Here's the thing too, is Facebook just barely started al uh, allowing you to even do 1080p video for the longest yes. time. They were only allowing 720 yeah, and most yeah. cameras only run 720 anyway. Yep. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about it. 720, 720 is still great quality. Like don't worry about the quality that people, people will come and, and again, as you continue about put out more and more content, then yes, you probably need to upgrade it. But again, for most LOs, most originators, a uh, $100 camera, a $50 camera. I think the Logitech, uh, what is it? The C920 or whatever it is, or the yep. L920, whatever yep. they, yeah, it's 60 bucks. And it's a fantastic camera. I promise they're going to come back on the market. We've actually had conversations with Logitech. Uh, we have a very good relationship with them. So their cameras are going to be coming back. Stay tuned for it. And then my favorite mic, favorite mic to buy is the blue yeti microphone it's 149 yep. bucks USB it is a usb connected like it is the best or microphone to start with like bar none you can adjust the sound quality it, like you mentioned alec it's a usb mic so if you're starting with a in, in my opinion audio yep. is way more important than video especially yep. when you're starting that was the one mistake i wish i would have i wish i would have we start with the blue Yeti. I, I have one over here behind me. Um, start with good sound quality because is I think in my opinion, everybody should have a podcast. And like both Alec and I do is every video that I do, I strip the audio and I put it into a podcast form too. Yep. So people, they can, you can put it on iTunes. You can put it on buzz. I use buzz sprout to basically put it out to all the different uh, podcasting. So 
audio is way more important than video. I always feel like people are always like, no video, video, video. No way. Like audio is way more important. People listen to audio. Again, if you're at the gym, I know none of us go to the gym right now, but when we all go back to the gyms, like I listen to podcasts when I'm working out, you don't really watch YouTube when you're working out. You just listen to a podcast. So if you're starting to put out content, Audio is big. It's stripped that audio out and turned it when into talk, a podcast. I mean, Even if people it, have have their YouTube up or something up on a on a sub on a on a tab, you know, while they're doing emails and working, and and they're not even looking at yep. the video, they're just listening to the audio. So you're, you're it. you know, audio is crucial in this day and age, and you can't skimp on the price for a good mic. And I I, I second yep. the Yeti. I you know I use it at home. I use it everywhere. They're incredibly good, um, and they're not that expensive, candidly. And they don't require like no. you do have technical skills. You just plug it in, you know, and you're rocking. Um, Omar, the other question on best places to look, you know, I'm scanning, you know, Target, Walmart, BH Photo, you know, I, all those kind of retailers online that we used to go to Amazon for. <laughs> I think everyone's finding, by the way, this is so funny. Like now that Amazon, people are so pissed that Amazon is like, uh, takes two weeks to deliver now. They're like, oh, oh, I used to have it prime and get it in an hour. And now they're just having to sit, send ventilators to save humans. And I'm mad. You know, I can't get it tomorrow, but like, you know, go to Target, get it tomorrow from Target. You know, it's just, it's one of those things that's, I just find so freaking hysterical. Um, okay, dude, Josh. this, this is the mentality of our industry though. Like it's so yeah. bad. Like Amazon, Amazon shoot it, shot themselves in the foot because they created this expectation of two days. Like you can get anything in two days. Like, and now the world is mad because it took six days and it's yep. like, that's still so fast. Like guys stop freaking out. Like it, it's just baffling <laughs> to me. Yep. And so, so here's my question. You mentioned podcasting and mm -hmm. you said, you have a podcast which of course, immediately people's heads fall off and they're like, I can never do it. It's too much. And, and, and uh, but I want you to, I want you to share why. Um, I want you to share like where to go. If I like, how did you learn how to do a podcast? And, and really like, like I'm a, I'm a local LO. I do 30 million a year, which is awesome. Like, you know, I, you're, you're doing God's work right now, but you're telling me to have a podcast. Like why? For, I, I want your insight. I want you to share Absolutely. So first and foremost, if you're starting a podcast, I've watched trends again. I have watched so many trends outside of our industry in marketing and sales. I mean, just in so like in gaming, like I've just watched so many other trends happen. And if you have watched the trends and again, don't get mad at the, the messenger. I'm just, I'm just over in China. What they've done with podcasts is mind boggling. They have hundreds of millions of podcasts. Like, and we're just starting to scratch the surface of a couple million podcasts. People yeah. think they're like, they're like, Oh, well, everybody's got a podcast these days. Great. And now as a matter of fact, they don't like there's, if you look at Buzzsprout, if you look at a lot of uh, yep. iTunes, yes, there's, there's, they're popping up, but again, you, there's some targeting that you can do and you can utilize your podcast locally in your local community that people will listen to it. Like, and it's, it is so cheap to have a podcast right now. It's basically free. You get an audio, like you free. can even use your iPhone. You can literally record an episode on your iPhone and you can put it out to, on a podcast. But here's why. I started a podcast because I saw the trend and now our podcast has grown exponentially yep. uh, over the last few months, just because people are listening. That's yep. you hear, you hear great guys like Gary Vaynerchuk talking about that. I'm like, you said, I'll, I'll be sitting here doing some work and I'll have YouTube up in the background and I'll be yep. listening to audio. We we're a very audio driven society. We listen to it. I mean, look at Alexa. You can't see what's going on on Alexa. Like if you use Alexa or if you use Google home or whatever you use, it's all audio. Yep. So like, listening. I mean, yeah, people are listening right now. 
I, everybody's listening. CIA is listening to us right now. That's a whole nother topic. But oh, like, so, <laughs> so no, literally like people are listening to you. So if, it, and here's the other thing too, to be honest, Alec, is people are more comfortable doing audio than they are video, which I don't know why, like I don't get it, but some people are so uncomfortable on camera. Let me break your, let me kind of pop your little bubble right now, because believe it or not, you look the exact same on camera as you do in real life. So if you actually meet people in yeah. real life, holy shit, people like, you look the same. Like it baffles me when I have originators say, um, they're like, well, I feel uncomfortable on video. I'm like, well, do you meet clients in person? They're like, yeah. Then I'm like, I'm totally baffled because that you look exactly the same on camera as you do in person. So I'm missing something here. <laughs> I so if you don't feel comfortable. Same thing. Especially like you bring a stunt double in for your face-to-face -face customer applications. Yeah. Stunt person. No. no. Yeah. It's like. Hey guys, bring in the double. I'm going to quote, we're going to set up a quote right now. We're going to bring in the double. Hold on just a sec, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to switch out. No, you do a video. So anyway, side, sorry, we, we, we digress. Audio, people listen to it. Like I said, it's so easy to get good audio and good quality audio right now and putting it on a, on a podcast. So part of the squad, we actually walk you through how to set up a podcast, where to start, go. There's a lot of, you can use lips and you can use Buzzsprout. I use Buzzsprout because it's so simple. Like anything, there's a learning curve, but Again, we can yeah. help you with it. I know, Alec, this is something that you've done, but why? Let me kind of give you, I want to get tactical because some of you are probably asking like, yep. why would I do a podcast? You can connect with people in your local community. Imagine this just real quick. So let's say you've got a real estate agent because that's everybody. That's we're, we're so one track minded and we think about real estate agents. Let's say Alex, a real estate agent, he's having an open house. What if you went to Alex and said, Hey, let's, let's do a podcast about your open house. Let's talk about not only the open house that you're having, but let's talk about the local restaurants. Oh my gosh, let's bring one of the local restaurant owners in and let's have him on the podcast as well. Talking about like, Hey, during the open house, they're often 25% off to come and actually do like uh, a quick open house for that restaurant as well. Like, so now people are going to come to the open house. They can go a block down the road to the local bakery that they're on the podcast as well. That's a win-win. You have to look at things like opportunities like that. That's tactical shit right there. I just gave you an idea that you can implement that now you're valuable to that real estate agent because they're, they, I guarantee they haven't done that with any other originator, but now they're, you're putting them out there. You just partner them with another local business where now they can collaborate together. Again, you're bringing like-minded people together. That's all on a freaking podcast. Like yeah. you're just having, gosh, you, here's the thing that you, that you're echoing or that I want to echo you, your, your reach goes up. You interview and talk to those people. They share with their community. Yep. I mean, you're doubling and tripling and exponentially pushing your reach out for free. hundred percent for free, for free, for free. Dude, like, it's crazy to me. Like it, it, the fact that people are like, well, what do I talk about on a podcast? Some here's the thing. You and I've been going for almost 40 minutes now. And I tell people when you first start, don't try to go 40 minutes. Don't even try to go 30 minutes. My live show daily LO life. I shot for 15 minutes. Like yep. again, us as humans, we have very, very short. Yeah. We short attention spans. First of all, number two, like if you're trying to put out long form content, you have to work your way up to it. Like yes. again, both you and I, when you were doing your hundred uh, day video challenge, I think yep. you were doing like two minute videos, right? Yep. Two to three minute, four minute videos were long. That was it because yeah. I didn't know I, that I, there were quick hits. Yeah. That, and that's just it. So people are asking themselves well, like, Josh, I can't do a podcast. I can't sit for 30 minutes and talk to somebody. It doesn't have to be 30 minutes long. Like if, again, if Alec is a real estate agent and I'm bringing in the real or uh, a local business owner or a local bakery or a local um, restaurant, 
that's right there, just introducing themselves. You can, Al can introduce himself. Hey, I've been a real estate agent for how long? I'm with this company. Talk about the house. There's a couple of minutes. Now the local restaurant owner, talk about them, why they started a restaurant, the food that they have. Hey, we're offering a 25% discount during this time. If you come to this open house, like that, that's 10, 15 minutes right there. And again, here's the thing that I see originators making the mistake is they think this show has to be about them. Alec, oh. my brand and my show has been built around other people, great people like Alec. Like you, yeah. you just take yourself out of being the, like you have to be the expert in mortgage, but you don't have to be the center of attention. Other people love when you stroke their egos, like focus on Alec, focus on their other restaurant person. You may say, 30 seconds of content, but you are the one who initiated it. So people see you as that expert. Like this guys, this is the Gosh. stuff that is absolutely going to change your world. It, it, it's not, it's such a no brainer. I mean, here's how I want to compliment what you're saying. So one of the first books that I was uh, thrown in my face as a young sales guy was how to win friends and influence people, right? Dale Carnegie, classic book, super aged and old, but super relevant all the time. If you are, if you don't have to have the content, if you just ask people to talk about themselves, they will talk forever about themselves. And, and exactly, Josh, what you said, if, if you ask them to introduce themselves, let's say it's a local uh, restaurant, which they're all struggling. They're all struggling right now. They, they can't open. They're doing takeout. They're, they're, they're trying to be creative. And you get the owner on the podcast. You talk to him. You go, when did you start the restaurant? What's your favorite dish there? What, you know, how, how are you managing this COVID insanity? And how can people help you? That, that's 40 minutes. Like those four questions will consume 40 minutes of conversation while this business owner explains how they're trying to save people's jobs, their employees' jobs, their cooks and their waitresses and their staff, and how they're trying to you know, support their community. And, and the whole time, all you got to sit there and do is just this. Yeah, tell me more. <laughs> just, yeah, <laughs> oh, tell me more. And it's all, it, you just got to do it. You do like simply, and that coming back to that, Alec, like you just have to do it because people, I guarantee there's somebody watching this show right now, like, oh, well, I can't do that. You can, you literally like, what is the, let's just talk about worst case scenario. So let's say you do this. You reach out to Alec. You say, Hey, I hear, you know, you're a real estate agent. You're doing this open house. I don't even know if people can do open houses right now, but let's just, just say, let's just, okay. Let's just talk about, there's no open house. Let's just say, Hey, Alec, let's have you on the show. Let's talk about our local community. So you're a local real estate agent. I want to have you on my podcast. And hey, yep. let, do you? What, where's your favorite place to eat? Oh, you love to eat at In and Out down the road. I can't think of anything else. And In and Out sounds delicious to me right now. So, so hey, let's reach out to the local manager. Speaking of, so total side note, yeah. this is actually how I did. There was a run from 2016 to 2007. No, 2015, 2017, where I did all the In and Out had just come to Utah. And I reached out to one of the managers and I said, Hey, let's do a show talking about it. Like that's when I was first getting into all this stuff. I did yeah. that. I won the business of every, every chain inside of Utah. I did almost every loan for in and out employees for years and hey, doing hey, something Mikey, just like this. Mikey, that's the, that's one of our clips right there, dude. That's so gold. That's so gold. All you did was interview the, the, the in and out guys and you got their business. Dude, I literally was doing in and out. It's funny because me and another real estate agent, like we were doing those loans. Like it was, they just came to us. Like we became the local in and out yep. mortgage people. Like just because I did an interview with them, I'm like, hey, let's talk about in and out, why they're coming to Utah, like why it's good timing for that. And dude, that, that provided me millions, tens of millions of dollars of business over the next couple of years. All of our simple yeah. interview. So anyway, I going back to this, like I if just, there's I'm, not an open house, I'm just like hanging. I, 
it, that's, it's so easy, dude. And I, I'm not, I'm look, I don't want to downplay, you know, anybody's hard work here. Like, I don't want to, like, I'm not, I'm not trying to crap on anybody and be like, it's so easy to get loans. Like all you have to do is interview the in and out guy. <laughs> but sometimes it is that easy. Like sometimes you just showed up and you, oh, I, I can't. It's dude. Just, sometimes. And, and, you, and you may be thinking like, well, I can't do that. But why can't you? Like, yes, you can. Like, it, it truly is just a decision you have to make in your head if you're willing to. Like, you have to be uncomfortable. If you want to grow, if you want to grow your business, especially in times right now, uh, I love the comment by Bob Guertin. Sorry, Bob, I probably slaughtered your last name. But uh, okay, you have to think outside the box. It's outside the box thinking right now. That's what you have to do. Like, no that's choice. literally. And this is well, these, these ideas that Alec and I are giving you right now, this is outside the box thinking. You have to be willing to execute on it. Like showing up is just part of it, and that's why it's show up and hustle. Like now you showed up, now you got to now you actually have to go do something with what we're giving you, and everybody can. Thing, guys, everybody listening, um, you get better. Like it's a skill. No one, no one likes lifting weights in the beginning. Like no one likes it. No, you know you're terrible at it. You, no one likes working out in the beginning, and we all know the truth. It's a skill. You get better, and you get more confident. And you get more relaxed and everything improves. But if you don't start, you'll never, you never see the benefit of that. I, I Perfection just, comes through practice. Like yeah. I, I tell everybody your first video is going to suck. I I'm sure you've gone back and watched some of your first interviews, Alec, and like some of your first videos. <laughs> don't, I don't so even, bad. I don't even bring that into my life anymore. I just, I'm free. That's the past. I'm looking to the future. Like that's just, <laughs> But all of you can do it. Don't expect your first video to look like this. Like Alex has done a great job and built it over time. Your first video, like people are just, they want to see you. And here's the thing, and you've heard it before. It's so cliche, but people think about you a lot less than you think they think about you. Like they don't, like they're not thinking about like, oh my gosh, that video Alex just put out, that was garbage. That was terrible. They're just happy to see you right now. Like people are craving attention. People are craving that, like that relationship. You just got to put out some type of content so they see you like that's it and i want to compliment that by saying everyone has their unique audience you know there's oh, people that like, that like me they like my my goofiness they like my nerdiness they 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 think it you know so and there's lots of people that are like i i hate this guy like i don't like him i don't i don't, I don't think i'm not I, they don't have a connection to me and that's you have to realize like your unique audience is literally waiting for you to step out into the spotlight you know um we we i always make this comment like as much as we try to be enlightened, we judge people. We're judging people. You're judging me right now. Not you, Josh. You love me. I know you love me. But like, <laughs> like you're judging this, this, this episode. You're judging, like you do it all the time. You see someone on the street, you judge them immediately. And then sure, you can change your judgment and you can try. But my point is sometimes they want to see their own people, whoever they are, come online and then they immediately resonate. You know, Josh, there are some people that we resonate with instantly. Right. You see yep. them like kind of like when I mentioned, like our show up, you know, similarity. It's like I, I just feel like I feel like we're kindred spirits. You, you, you have that connection. So if you never show up, that whole group of people that is waiting for you, it, it, they're, they're not going to ever get to experience you. And, and you need to show up for your audience. Everyone has a unique audience waiting for them. And that dude, I couldn't have said any better. Show up for your audience. Here's the thing is I see one of the mistakes I see originators trying to do is they try to put out content that attracts other originators. Why would you possibly like, why so would good. you ever do that? Like, <laughs> what is wrong with you? And here's the thing too, is somebody like, I'll, I'll have an originator say, oh, Josh, well, I saw this other piece of content. Like, but I can't put that out because they already did. 
Yeah, you can. Like one of my favorite, like one of my favorite lines is "Steal Like an Artist" by Austin. Another great book, "Steal Like an Artist" by Austin Kleon. My yeah. favorite book in the world, "Steal Like an Artist." Now, I'm not telling them plagiarize and say word for word. Like, don't be Jay Shetty. Like, don't don't be an idiot. Like, but if Alec does a great video and I'm connected to him as an originator. And again, he's in a completely different demographic. He's in California. I'm in Utah. I'm going to go take that video. I'm going to put it out to my audience too. I'm just going to put it in my own words. Don't overthink content. Our industry is full of great people. Like I can think of some, some phenomenal people. If you don't follow Ryan Jessica Eller right now, Ryan Eller puts out some phenomenal content, like does a great job with it. Like there's some Andrew, um, Andrew Katie puts out great content. Like there's so many great people putting out content, go follow them watch the videos that they put out and then just yeah. put your own spin on it. Because again, your audience is waiting for Alec. My audience is waiting for Josh. Your, Ivan's audience is waiting for Ivan. Omar's waiting for all about like, they're waiting for you. Yeah. They're not seeing the rest of the, the industry's videos right now. They're just waiting for you. Dude, that, put that, out content for them. That's the end, dude. That's the end of our, that's gotta be how we, how we wrap this down is there. Yeah. They're waiting for you. So Josh, um, ex super excited for squad. Cannot wait. Everyone on here that is watching this not live or on a replay, connect to this guy. Wait for the squad announcement drop. When is it coming? Do you have a date? Yeah, May 1st. Oh, we're here. Okay, May 1st, man. We're like on the edge of it. That's pretty cool. So it's just, that's going to be an epic community of people, like-minded people, trying to push themselves forward. I love that you're doing that. Thank you for hanging out with me today. Thank you for everything you do for this industry. Um, Guys, thank you for listening and participating. If this guy, please like, share, respond, all that stuff. We love engagement. I love doing this live. I love the comments. This is going to be the new thing, the new normal. So thank you guys for hanging with us. And with that, end the show. Take care, everybody.